What is up, guys? And welcome to another edition of the Market Runner Show. Be the market, one trade at a time. Hope everybody's having a great week out there. Able to lock in some profits. It's still a very volatile market out there. Uh, the market is on a little bit of a bearish downward trend in the past couple of days. So hopefully everybody is staying safe out there, uh, able to lock in some profits, looking at some long-term positions while stocks are on sale. I do believe this is the beginning of, or the middle, I should say, of the recession. Uh, stocks have fallen about 13%, usually during the recession. At the bottom is about 32% uh, for the fall-off. So I think it's about midway through uh, for the recession, even though some people are saying it's the beginning of the recession. So just be cautious out there uh, with the trades that you make. There are some deals still out there to be made in the market, especially if you're a long-term investor. So just make sure you look at some of the long-term plays and some of the big market cap companies while they are on sale. So let's jump into um, one of the topics uh, that I came across. I think it's very interesting. Uh, is talking about your personal net worth. Uh, so I came across an article uh, that that was very interesting, kind of something I want to shed light on. Uh, in a 2022 survey uh, from digital wealth management company Personal Capital, uh, they found that 74% of people don't believe uh, they'll reach their own definition of high net worth individuals. Uh, 2018 survey uh, from YouGov uh, exploring perceptions around how much money it make it takes to be considered rich or poor found that 56% of people. Uh, thought earning $100,000 a year means you're rich. Uh, and the same personal capital study placed the figure around $400,000. So uh, that's quite a bit of money, uh, especially for the average person. Um, you know, most people don't make that amount of money, $100,000 a year or even $400,000 a year, um, especially with the job market that we have now. Um, so I think it's very interesting that people, you know, so many people over half uh, believe that, you know, they can't increase their net worth. I think there are things that you can do uh, to increase your net worth, whether you want to start a business on the side, you can do stock trading, uh, but you're going to need a lot of capital uh, to do stock trading and a good strategy uh, to do so. Um, also, just investing in general, uh, just learning about it, getting into cryptocurrency. I think these are all great ways to increase um, your income. Some people look at the alternative for real estate, uh, but investing as well as real estate um, definitely take large amounts of money. Uh, you have heard some success stories of people, you know, getting in uh, using or leveraging credit to get uh, into real estate. That is one way uh, that some people use. But for me personally, using debt to, uh, you know, get assets or get more money um, is not really the way that I choose to invest um, to each their own. But there are methods out there for people to do so. I think starting a business is the best way to grow wealth. Um, there are tons of services out there that you know people need, uh, whether it's pressure washing, washing cars. There are tons of things that people seem uh, to think are mundane, but everyone uses. Um, and so I think you know starting a business, um, you know making an LLC. Uh, starting a business from the ground up, I think, is a great way to increase your income. Uh, so let's start and look into some numbers. Uh, so the median household income uh, for 2020 was about $67,521. So when we say median household income, you just need to divide that number by two, which means two people working um, full-time bringing home $67,521, uh, which is a decrease of 2.9% from the 2019 median income of $69,560. Uh, 
Um, and so definitely it's very interesting uh, to see a number like that um, for the median household income being so low, especially considering that it's two people uh, working. And so for earnings, uh, the real median earnings uh, of all workers age 15 and over uh, was a decrease of 1.2% between 2019 and 2020 uh, from $42,065 to $41,535. So you do see a lot of ads of people saying, you know, you can do Amazon FBA, you can start all these other companies uh, doing a lot of these dropshipping um you know, companies or, you know, starting a company from ground up, but it does take a lot of time, takes a lot of money and effort, um, which is something you'll need to do, um, you know, to invest into uh, that market. So the official poverty rate of 2020 uh, was about 11.4%, up 1% uh, percentage point from 10.5% in 2019. Uh, in 2020, there were 37.2 million people in pro poverty, approximately 3.3 million more than 2019. Um, and so that's definitely, you know, very interesting. Um, some people may say it's just from, you know, minorities or the the one the highest ones but uh, according to the statistics um, between 2019 and 2020 the poverty rate increased for non-hispanic whites and hispanics uh, among non-hispanic whites 8.2 percent were in poverty in 2020 while hispanics had a poverty rate of 17 percent uh, among the major racial groups examined in the report uh, blacks uh, had the highest poverty rate of 19.5 percent but did not experience a significant change from 2019 uh, the poverty rate for Asians was about 8.1% in 2020 uh, and was not statistically different from uh, 2019. Uh, poverty rates for people under the age of 18 increased 14.4% uh, in 2019 to 16.1% uh, in 2020. And poverty rates also increased uh, for people ages 18 and 64 to 9.4% in 2019 uh, to 10.4% in 2020. Uh, and so poverty rate seems to increase the amount of people who are going into poverty. Uh, there were a lot of economic factors that helped play with this. You had the pandemic that was going on. Uh, you had a lot of companies that were downsizing because of that. You had uh, the trade uh, issues that's going on uh, with supply chain issues. You had some companies that just, you know, couldn't get workers. Uh, so they were paying more, but there were less people that were working. So some of the people that were working were overworked. Uh, from that perspective. So definitely very interesting to see uh, how low the median income is. Uh, so if you do have uh, income above that, you are definitely in, um, you know, a really good status. So I think, you know, if your uh, income yourself is above $62,521, um, I would consider you, you know, on the higher end of the spectrum. Uh, so I think a lot of people, especially young people, when they get their first job, they're like, you know, my job only pays 50k or whatever it pays um and they're like oh you know i'm not really making that much money but they're looking at it from a different lens they're looking at it from the wrong lens if the median household income uh is 67k or 67,521 uh dollars and then you yourself are making 50k if you get married then your median household income uh assuming that the person that you marry is making the same amount is already 100k which means that you are almost uh double the median household income. So there are a lot of people who are in worse situations uh, than you are. I know $100,000 a year seems to be like, you know, the golden, hey, I make 100K a year, but, you know, definitely, you know, look at where you currently are um, and just look at it statistically uh, to see if you are above, um, you know, 
the median household income, I think you're doing uh, pretty well uh, because you can only go up from there, especially if you're a millennial. Um, you know, it's a great time to, you know, find a job, start a career. Um, if you're in school, you know, this may change because people in school uh, usually don't make this amount of money. But if you graduated, you got a job, um, whether it's in your field or not, um, if you're making above this, then you're definitely doing uh, okay. Next, I want to talk about retirement, uh, which affects everyone. So let's talk about the average 401k amount. Um, and so the average 401k balance by age for those less than 25 is about $6,000. Um, and for those 25 to 34, so all the millennials is about $33,272. Um, and that's the average balance. The median balance is about $13,265 from age 35 to 44 uh, is about $86,582. From the age 45 to 54, it's about $161,079. Uh, 55 to 64, about $232,379. And 65 plus is about $255 and uh, $255,151. So if you think about that, you know, and put that into perspective, um, it really is not that amount, a large amount of money. Um, so there are a lot of people who are looking to have a yearly income that is basically more than a 65 year old's uh, 401k balance. And that's including contributions from their employer. So if they do have that, that option. Uh, so I think it's very interesting that, you know, when you put those numbers numbers into perspective, um, you know, people are looking to have, uh, you know, the amount of money that most people are retiring on. So I'm not saying, you know, to shoot your goal short, but uh, try to find other avenues uh, to increase your capital, uh, you know, doing investing. I would have to say that people who are 65 plus didn't have the option that we do uh, currently in the millennial generation uh, and the generations uh, that come after us with cryptocurrency. I think that's definitely a game changer for a lot of people in the financial institution uh, or in the financial industry or those who want to learn to invest. Uh, I think that's going to be a, a game changer and that can definitely, you know, raise these numbers for 65 plus. So just think if you uh, start learning investing now, whether it's cryptocurrency or the stock market, um, and then you get to that age 65, then you could really, you know, increase your income and be above that $255 and $255,151 in your 401k balance. Now the 401k is not the only way to invest, um, you know, for retirement, you have IRAs um, that you can do as well. Uh, if you have children, uh, you can do the 529 plan, which helps save for their uh, college. And so there are a lot of different ways to invest um, in general. Uh, you have, you know, the different type of IRAs. You have the uh, Roth IRA and just a regular IRA. There are also other um, IRAs that are out there. Make sure you guys go look at different investment avenues. The best way to build wealth is continuous uh, investing into that account, and then it will continue to grow. Um, that's the best way overall. It definitely takes a lot of dedication to put that money aside uh, and just be disciplined with that, not going to splurging it on a lot of different things. But once you put the numbers into perspective and you see the average median household income and you see the average retirement amount uh, that's in the 401k balance, it definitely, you know, sheds light to, you know, you got to get on uh, finding other ways to make money um, if you want to live comfortably or if you want to reach that target of 400k a year or a hundred thousand dollars a year so hopefully this information helped you all out just to put things in perspective i know we talk about investing on here uh into cryptocurrency as well as into stocks but definitely you know i want to push the issue of learning about investing is the
a great way. Uh, the information that you get from learning to invest can definitely change your life for the better and build generational wealth for you and your family. So hopefully that you that helped you all. If it did, make sure that you rate the podcast. will definitely help out to push this information to everyone out there uh, who wants to learn about investing or get into investing. Uh, hopefully this information helped you all out, and I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.